Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, welcome back. And today's topic is going to be career mom or stay-at-home mom. Oh, this is a fun one, people. This is a fun one. (laughs) This one really resonates with both Rhonda and I because we're one from each camp. Rhonda's the full-time career mom and since I met her, and I've been mostly a stay-at-home mom, although I've always had some kind of a side gig going on. For sure. Yeah, and I remember a couple of times when you told me, well, yeah, but at least you get to stay home. And I, well, I was get, just, je- I was just I genuinely so jealous. <laughs> Sorry, I was jealous of your perfect life. <laughs> and then there are times I was jealous of you because I didn't feel validated by um, getting my girls off for the day, and I didn't get a paycheck for that. So I was like, man, I wish I had Rhonda's paycheck. <laughs> or I wish you could put some heels and a dress on yeah. and, go and take down those the world. awesome vacations <laughs> that know, you are. Right? Right. Uh, so I don't know what what were your thoughts when um when you saw me at home um and well, what's the stress of a working mom I don't think I ever really planned on I don't I don't think I ever like you know in my younger years thought well one day I want to be a working mom or I really wanted to be a stay-at-home mom I mean all my friends were stay-at-home moms all my friends were able to have the luxury of staying home and I kind of thought of it more as a luxury I always kind of had to work we always had to yeah. have dual incomes so I always kind of felt a little bit like I want to be home with my babies. um, But yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a struggle and, and, you know, trying to find that perfect balance. You know, I, I'm in an environment where I work with mostly women, super powerful women. um, And we try and balance it all, but we don't always do it. I don't think there is such a thing as balance. (laughs) And yeah, I was uh, talking to Rhonda this morning. It's kind of funny. We had to redo this episode (laughs) because You know, technical difficulties. The whole episode before yeah. didn't get recorded, and but it's very timely because yeah. you were reading something today, and then I was watching television this morning. And ironically, kind of coincidence, God, yeah. um, there was a a woman on there that was an attorney that had talked about. She did an article in the New York Times, and she was talking about how she's missed a couple of her children's birthday parties and a couple of vacations because of her job as an attorney. Um, and her son was saying, yeah, but she's saving people's lives. He's 10 years old. And I had such mixed feelings yeah, about that because I sure. thought, yeah, I, I want to support the working mm-hmm. woman. But at the same time, and I know that her job isn't a nine to five or you can't walk right. away from a case. And so I certainly support that. But at the same time, my heart kind of grieved a little bit because I thought, your children's birthdays right. are once a year. Like you and don't it, get and a time second. Goes fast. Yeah, time you goes don't get really, a, really, really a redo. Fast. And then vacations. You know, I guess you can miss a vacation, but those are times when you need to. You need that downtime. Yeah. And so it's the battle of the working woman. Yeah. <laughs> being a mom in today's society, and I think Rhonda and I kind of feel the same way as as. Yeah, I mean, even though I'm working, I do still feel like. 
you have to make time for your family. You, you do. do. And I think that's something that you kind of learn to as you grow as a working person because mm-hmm. I you know if you would talk to me 10 years ago it was work 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 and no downtime right. you know I would take my phone everywhere with me it was literally attached to my hip and I've gotten to the point where like you know unless it's a super busy season for me because my my business is seasonal kind of um I will I've learned to go put my phone up on the charger at night like once you have gotten better I've gotten a lot better <laughs> Uh She used to be all work all the time when I first met you. And, you know, it's funny when I had my first daughter, um, I did work full time and uh, I was telling Rhonda the story. We used to poo poo the executive wives that walked in. (laughs) This is the struggle between and this is something that I think Rhonda and I really want to get across is there is a battle going on between stay at home moms and working moms. And we used to kind of roll our eyes and watch the executive wives walk through the office like, oh, they're probably at home eating bonbons and just, you know, having the most luxurious life. Well, then when I had my second child, Mm -hmm. it came to a point where I, I needed to stay home. It was getting harder and harder for both of us to work and my traveled a lot. So, you know, I decided, and I honestly always wanted to stay home. And it was funny because I walked through the same office <laughs> of where <laughs> I used like, to work. And all of a sudden, yeah, I wife. became there the executive is. wife that everyone was kind of like, some of my friends were still my friends, but there was a couple of people that did the eye rolls. And I thought, oh, I just became, I went to the other camp. I just became that poo-pooed well, stay-at-home mom. some of that is just... You know, unfortunately, and we've talked about this in a couple of our episodes before, it's just, you know, everybody's so competitive with one another and you kind of have to do what works for you. Yeah. Like, you know, unfortunately, like, unfortunately, I, when I was a younger gal, I couldn't stay home. You know, that just wasn't an option for us. And there's single moms out there that can't stay home. And and that was, and that's okay. I think um, one of the things that I've learned is that you have to decide what works for you. Yes. And decide, you know, how much can I how much can I give? There's give and take because, you know, if you work too much, then your family feels neglected. And if you work too little, then your employer is upset. So you kind of have to really kind of figure out that balance. I mean, I've been really fortunate because the company I work for is just amazing and they are um, really very family oriented, but not everybody gets that luxury. I mean, um, I know that some of the girls I work with, you know, they've opted to, have nannies that come into their home and it's because they work from home and they're able to like, you know, work from home, but also still be there at some point. And I think it's just a matter of deciding what works for you and your family and not judging. Like, I wish... And being supportive if you are on either camp because one of the things I know, um, you know, with Rhonda and I is if if I was able to pick up children when you were having Mm -hmm. a busy day... Then I would love to do that for you because I did. Um, I had the time to do that, and um, and also, you know, if you're working, there's other things that you can do for the stay-at-home mom to give her a little bit of a break. Yeah, also. and I, I think you know we forget. I, I was reading this. Um, I don't know if any of you have heard of Brene Brown, but she's amazing. If love you haven't her. checked her out, you should. <laughs> Um, she wrote in her book about shame triggers, and she just kind of talked a little bit about wanting to be perceived as this um, woman balancing motherhood and work. And like, she was this laid back balance, everything doesn't need help from anybody. Um, But what she goes on to further say is that building a network of support is important. 
And I think that's where we miss out. So we figure, well, you stay at home, you take care of your kids, I'm going to go to work, and I'm going to just do it on my own. But, you know, Phyllis and I have really worked together in our friendship where, you know, there have been a lot of times where I'm like, I'm running late for a meeting. Is there any way you can grab her from school? Or I think you've even stayed with, I think I've left them with you. (laughs) (laughs) She left her kids with me and never came back. I know, what a horrible, oh, geez, (laughs) I really need some help. (laughs) But we always wanted your cooking. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was always the. I, you know, I love being a um, a working mom, but I also love being a mom and a wife. And, and you're really good at that. I, I do. You I love. I will say. Yeah. I will give myself. I will give myself a compliment. Yeah, I, I'm you good should. at it. I'm a meal planner. You know. Yeah. Um. I think a lot of it is just about planning. Rhonda, you are very organized. I, I will say. Organized, I, yeah. Even as a stay at home mom, I was not as organized as you, <laughs> and I was like. How in the heck can her house be cleaner than mine? I'm home all day. I should be able to clean this house better. But yeah, I think everyone has their different talents. Yeah. And um, and the one thing, too, that I find that's a, a stereotype is that if you're a stay-at-home mom, all the working moms automatically <laughs> think, well, you're going to be the room mom so you right? can bring all the cookies and do all the stuff. And, you know, not everyone's good at that. And so, um, so you know, you're great at, like, pinch hitting for yeah. things when you needed stuff from I, but your, that was learned like that yeah. didn't just happen overnight like I had to even even to reach out to my own parents and ask them mm. for help was difficult for me because yeah. I felt like I don't want to put my kids on anyone else and and I'm not saying you pawn your kid off on everybody no. you know I mean I'm very responsible as far as like you know she did come back <laughs> I did yeah I didn't leave her with I didn't leave with Phyllis my forever. kids for weeks no <laughs> I mean I, maybe I was just more comfortable with leaving them with you they liked me yeah <laughs> No, but it's it is hard to ask for for yeah. the help. And well, and for me, I had to because I didn't have help. Right, you know, I didn't have a family that I could rely on, and so my village was my friends and other moms. And um, and the thing is, this is the thing too, is that I feel like different chapters in your life. Um, I've always had side jobs, so yeah. I did a lot of direct sales, and I could be home with the kids all during the day, and then do. Jobs at night, which and is so important, so great, and so you could still have your foot in the door. But I think, um, you know, just as I worked with the first child, things changed by the time the second child mm-hmm. came, and so we had to adjust to that too. So I don't think, you know, once a working mom, always a working mom, or once a stay-at-home mom, always a stay-at-home right. mom. I think you have to adjust with your family. You know, what is working what is feasible, like sometimes financially it's not possible to stay at home or sometimes there's too much stress from somebody working and you really could maybe tone it back a little bit. Um, The whole thing is that as other women are going through these changes, we need to support each other through those changes and we should be able to help these other moms in whatever capacity they are. We got to see where they need the help. Because I think that's the biggest thing is like we just automatically assume if you're a working mom, you don't need any help. And yeah, then the same so thing true. with stay-at-home moms, you think, well, they get to stay home. Yeah, all although day. you're trapped have, with your children all tra- day long. We get no day off. We don't get a lunch. We get no you're vacation. lucky if you might wash your hair during the day. So. Exactly. No, and so I totally every, get both that. of both ends I think need it because we look at you working moms as being super strong and not needing that even that emotional help of just coming over and um, being like at the end of the day, hey, come, let's go sit in the backyard. Let's just yeah. have a glass of wine and right. 
chit chat because I need just need, some girl time. You need time. adult time. Yeah. 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 And I think um, that is like, that speaks volumes just for women in general. We need to just be there for each other and, and to work those things out. Both, both of those roles right. are stressors, no matter how you look at it. And, you know, now, as I see my, my older daughter is a mom now, and it's so funny because I just always assume my girls would want to stay at home because I was a stay at home mom and I was so good at it. And, um, she told me, mom, I'm such a better mom if I work and use my brain power in that way and my creativity. And that's really common for And then I mean, she can be a yeah. good mom at home. And I feel that, I mean, I felt that way too. Like I am a better working mom than I would be a stay-at-home mom. I mean, I I mean, my kids are older now and your kids are older now, but right. when they were little, I tried to be there and available for what as much as possible. As you know, I mean, if the work trip kind of interfered, there was kind of sometimes nothing I could do about it. But for the most part, like if I was local in the area, my youngest or my oldest um, played golf in high school and I tried to make it to every one of her matches. You know, I might not be there right at the beginning. I might catch the end part of it, but she knew I was always there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even if it was just me sending her a text or leaving her a note on her mirror and just saying, hey, look, you know, have a great game. I'll see you later. You know, I think it's just really important to engage with with your kids when you're a working mom. Absolutely. Um, And let me just tell you, even when you're a stay-at-home mom and you've gone to every (laughs) single game or in my situation, competition dance, right. you miss one, they talk about the one. <laughs> they never talk about the 500 you right. went to. It's like, remember that one time when you didn't come to my... Missed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, oh, thanks. I mean, I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like your, your, you know, your career path is something that it kind of just happens. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know that unless you're really intentional about being a stay-at-home mom, which I think a stay-at-home mom's awesome. I think what I love about Phyllis, so I'm just going to brag on her for a minute. I've always loved that Phyllis always had like a little side hustle. And I I think that's really important because when our kids grow up, and like we talked about in marriage, a lot of times, you know, our kids are a buffer and then we get done raising them and we're like, ah, uh, now what do Who I do? Am I? Yeah, I don't know what, or, or you don't even have any regular life skills. Right. Like I'm saying, like you could be a stay-at-home mom and yeah. take a class online. You could take, yeah. do something like to constantly keep you have yourself to keep moving. expanding your brain power because yeah. um, let me just tell you, being around little kids all day, <laughs> Yep. It really dumbs down your brain sometimes. Yeah. You're, there's only so many times back in my day, it was like watching Barney mm-hmm. for the 2000th time and knowing every song. Great. But when you're going out to, you know, a cocktail party or something, you have, if you're not keeping up on current events or you're not mm-hmm. expanding your brain power, you stand there feeling so lost yeah, because you're that. like, I, I changed totally 10 that. diapers today. And you know, people are like, it. so what have you been doing? Yeah. It's like, I made bottles and changed yeah. poopy diapers. Yeah. What did you do? You know, and they're saving the world. <laughs> so yeah, you always have to do something. And I think the side hustle thing, like that's because I grew up in such a um, chaotic lifestyle. Right. I always had this, um, I don't want to say fear, but kind of a fear to um just make my own money a little bit I it was you know a little bit of an insecurity where I just felt like I had to be um independent and it's funny that you say that because I you know we grew up different as most of you know by now but my mom always worked because my dad was a pastor and I just remember her always saying like 
I'm, I want to work because I want you guys to have certain things, you know, yeah. like, like not materialistic things, but just have no, certain things. We, yeah. we like to go, va- a big thing was vacations. Right. And another big thing was Sunday dinners. We always went to a nice restaurant for Sunday dinner. And those were some of the things that we were able to do because my mom was working. Yeah. And, you know, I just remember her telling me one time, um, you know, you never know what could happen. Like, yeah, you know, I you could, that, yes, you could have a, a spouse point. pass away mm-hmm. and, or, you know, I mean, in a horrible scenario, he leaves you yeah. and then you're stuck not with no job skills. I think that's what it was, is that I had this um, in the back of my mind, I had this fear of what if, what if all of this changes and Mike, for whatever reason, isn't around and not that, you know, I you like PTSD. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah. yeah because um, my mom had these fractured relationships mm-hmm. and she was constantly starting over. So I, yeah, I think that's a real um, issue. And I think, um, that does drive some women one way or the other. And so on both ends, I wanted to be a state home mom because my mom was a single working mom. And also she was so insecure in her relationships and in and out. I always had this, um, fear of like, I need to save away for a rainy day, or I need to be able to get back on my feet. If something happens, I have to have my foot in the door of something so that, if something happens, God forbid, I will be able to just jump on it full time yeah. and take off with it. So yeah, definitely. I think that has a lot to do. So it's kind of interesting when you sit back and figure out like, why do I do the things I do? Why do I veer towards being a working mom or a stay-at-home mom? What are those things from my past maybe that are... And for you, you mentioned it was really important. Um, this was a while back when we were talking, but you were saying yeah. it was really important for you to be a stay-at-home mom because your mom yeah. really kind of wasn't present. Right. And so I think, you know, I had the confidence level that my mom was... My mom was always there. I mean, you have I always the best had a, mom ever. I, I the want best your mom. mom. I know. Shout I out to Lorraine. <laughs> she is. She's the queen. Uh, she is amazing. She's the sweetest woman. I. She is a mama mentor yeah. to me because I look at her and how all of the struggles and things that she's gone through yeah. with her family, and that woman has never lost her sweetness like she's not hardened from it but she's a strong (laughs) woman but I love uh just her whole demeanor so and I think you know I could do a whole show on Lorraine (laughs) that brings up a good thing though is you know we need to be looking at each other's strengths and building on each other's strengths so you know if if you're in a place where it's you know you're weak and you're just like man I really like Rhonda how do you make all those pre prep all those, those meals how do you do those <clears throat> crock pot meals I you know I do I live and breathe by the crock pot yeah. everybody who knows me knows that's true I'm getting one for my youngest daughter she's moving out she goes mom I need a crock pot and right? I'm like you totally you do. totally do it's, it will save your life and it'll yeah. make you feel like you're not all you working moms get a crock yeah, pot get a crock pot well now it's that yeah. instapot, instapot thing yeah. but there's yeah. always a I new like tool. a crock pot though good crock pot's yeah. good but you know I think we need to build on each other's you know skills and not be so scared to ask like how do you do it yeah. and, and not be insecure about where you are like if you're not the best house cleaper who cares yeah, if yeah. you're not the best cook who cares do oh, what works for and you and let me tell you if you're judging <laughs> you better not be judging your friend's house because <laughs> you you need you have more important things than that to worry about yeah. if so, if I'm going into someone's house and I can't put my feet on their couch or walk in and get a glass of water or what, or yeah something. it's like oof yeah, that's that's not my tribe. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, you know, you just have to, you do have, we have to be supportive of one another and not just take everything like 
so it's not a competition. You know, we've said this before, it's and I not. feel like it's a thing we say all the time, but it is not a competition. You are not yeah. in competition with the next the woman next to you. Like we should be joining together and trying to be better together. And I think, you know, when we stop doing that, we would be so much more powerful. Like if we just had our village and we were able to like say, hey, look, you know, I need help with this. Right. And it's okay. Like, I mean, I can tell you how many mental breakdowns I've had just trying to be a working mom, (laughs) raise kids and cook dinner and my house clean and travel and all these things. Sometimes it's overwhelming and you need a friend. It always is. Mm -hmm. Even when your kids grow up, you know, just life is crazy. And I think that's, you know, the whole purpose of this podcast is that we have a huge belief in supporting other women and we really need to, um, you know, be able to just find that thing that will connect us together instead of tearing us apart. It's super important. And um, I think that, you know, one the reason we wanted to do this is because Rana and I have heard so many stories of this battle of working women versus stay-at-home yeah. moms. But if we just supported each other, then our kids are going to be better for it. It's building your village. It's building your tribe. Um, the schools will be better yes. for it because we're all going to be supporting each other. And um, I don't know, just all the way around. It's just a great, it's a great girlfriend friendship when yep. you can pull from each other. I'm going to say this. I'm going to brag on Rhonda. Rhonda has pushed me when I have been super lazy and just like, I don't want to do it. I'm, I'm like, don't quit, girl. Don't I don't quit. know. Keep yeah. And she... Um, makes me hustle. And I think the reason we're here today is because, you know, she put a power in me that I didn't even know I had. And because I watched her do things, I was like, dang it, I can be like Rhonda. Well, I I think too, you know, you get, you get negative voices in your head on a regular basis. And, you know, you have to learn, and we were just talking about this before we even started this podcast today, about just shutting the noise out. Because, Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of things people have to say about you. People Mm -hmm. aren't going to like what you have to say all the time. They're not going to always like you. Right. And it's okay. Like, it's okay. Not everybody. You're not for everybody. No one. There is not every single person in the world that's going to love you. Darn it. Yeah. But they're just not. And that's okay. Those are not your people. You need to find the people that you have things in common with that you that believe in you, that you believe in them and just stay there. Don't yeah. worry about all the other stuff that people start, you all know, nagging at you noise. or saying yeah. you're doing things wrong. Now, constructive criticism is one thing, but when somebody keeps trying to pull you down, I call it crab crabs in a bucket mm-hmm. as we used to learn in our direct sales <laughs> is there's crabs in a bucket and there's the one crab that's trying to like pull itself out of the bucket and all the other crabs just keep pulling it down. And that's what it reminds me of with negative toxic people, which can be either or working moms or stay at home moms. If it's someone who's not elevating you to say, yeah, go for it. Try something different. You're not stuck in the same role. If you're a stay-at-home mom, that doesn't mean you're a stay-at-home mom forever. If you're <laughs> a working it, mom, you don't need to work forever. You wasn't know? it one of our friends that, that she posted something that said, oh, mom, yeah. what did she, she say? She said, said um, I'm a group mom dropout. <laughs> and, and, that's kinda, <laughs> and they were saying, look at what I'm better at than you are. And they were all trying to one-up each other. Right. On, what kind of group, what kind of things? There, I'm like top mops group. Right, or, right. <laughs> And it, none of that really just matters. These cra- she goes, matters. I don't want to be in any more groups because I can't. I can't. She's like, I'm just trying to survive over here. 
And I think that's the most important thing to remember is to build out your network of support. And whether that's whether you're a working mom or a stay-at-home mom, you need to build that network of support. And yeah, of course, if you're married, you have your spouse, but it's good to look outside of, of that as well and, and find out who's going to be the people that lift you up. Um, I know Phyllis definitely has questions for all of you today um, that make you think, because that's what we like to do. We like to make you think about things. We always want to leave you with something to um, go out and take action steps. So that's what I love to leave you guys with. So some of the questions today would be, have you ever been jealous of a friend who's on a different path than you? Guilty. Me too. Um, Are you happy with where you are, either with your job or your role as a stay-at-home mom? And can you make that look different if you're not? And I'm going to say, yes, you can. Um, Is there a particular friend you may need to apologize for thinking less of them or not being sympathetic to their path right now? And who can you help this week to relieve some kind of stress off of them? Working mom or stay-at-home mom, like look at your friends and see where can you help pick up the slack? Because like we said, it takes a village. Yeah, and and I think, you know, I think the thing is, is even on that, you know, that last task that she gave you, I um, got a text from a really good friend of mine. And she just wanted to let me know that when we kind of challenged her with the task to reach out to a friend, when we did our friend episode, she did it and it, it felt good. And so, you know, we're trying to encourage you and inspire you to do something out of the ordinary and step out of your box. Um, and, you know, we, we just love you guys. And I feel like you're my family. Like now we have like these people that like <laughs> we I, have actual I have like, I have like <laughs> friends now yeah. that I just started to meet online and, and it's awesome. So um, don't forget to subscribe, share, mm-hmm. and please leave a review for us. Yes. Help us grow. Um, social media for Phyllis is at Phyllis Mentelli, and I am at Reality of Life 02. And just leave us a question, like drop in on our yeah, D- us DM know. us, okay? Yeah. DM hey, us. Private message. Woo woo. Um, leave us a question because we yeah, want let us to know what you guys want to hear next on anything with women related topics because we are all about it. Yeah, for sure. And we know that you know our Bible verse, but we always say it. It's Job 2310. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. And we hope you have an amazing week, friends. And we We will talk to you soon. See ya. Bye.